Make more birdies. A bottle of bourbon, a little glass, and some ice. This is not a tip. This is a prescription, trust me. Mm. If you don't, you will fall out of balance. Welcome to Birdies and Bourbon. Sit down and have a sip. Welcome back, everybody, to the Birdies and Bourbon show. Uh, Dan, I was a little worried coming down the stretch there, big guy. You're one and done. It looked like, uh, well, you're one and done. Still beat my one and done. Uh, but I, I was a little bit torn because I played Kepka in the uh, in the Mayo uh, major one and done series. So I was wanting him to win. And, but then I'm thinking, well, <laughs> shit, Dan played him in our one and done. And I'm like, yeah, there's more money in this one. So I, I was pulling for Brooksy. I, I can't lie. I, well, let me rephrase it. I was, oh, I was pulling for Brooks, not Brooksy. So, uh, but Hey, congratulations to, uh, to John Ra, man. This is, uh, I think the second Spaniard to win a major, right? Uh, I do believe. Yeah, you know, you and I are talking. Yeah, go ahead. We and I were talking like a couple of weeks ago. Who's number one player in the world? I got to give you some credit. You nailed it. I mean, I, I was a little skeptical in what Ram was going to look like coming off of the um, uh, the shakedown on 18 at Memorial. Uh, once again, yeah, it's, uh, hey, it's like if they keep harassing that guy there, he is going to quit showing up to Memorial. It's like it, it's a sign. The writing is on the wall. But, hey, I don't know, maybe, uh, maybe uh, karma has turned, John said it himself, I believe in karma, and uh, I don't think karma paid off. I think that uh, all those other players sucking it up paid off. What about Louis Oosthuizen, 18th old? Hold on, hold on. Hold on on the on the Rambo on the Rambo. I've been I've been traveling. I had some family stuff I had to do or whatnot, so I got a chance to watch it, but I haven't gotten a chance to to listen to too many takes like on the Golf Channel or on on like a PGA Radio or anything like that. But I can only imagine, and if they're not, shame on them because I want the cheesy radio guys of like John Rom has finally tested positive to be the U.S. <laughs> Open winner. <laughs> Oh, that's good. You definitely. Hey, cut, cut, cut that clip. Cut that clip. We're, uh, we're like three minutes in cut that. Uh, no, I, I, for sure, man. I mean, I mean, I don't know. I did see, I was going back and I'd see where, you know, where I was ranked at in that, uh, in, in the majors one and done. And, uh, a lot of people, a lot of people felt confident that Ron was going to pull it off. A lot of people had him picked as the winner. So I, again, I was a little reluctant, uh, I don't know why. I mean, he shoots opening day 69, 70, 72 on, uh, on Saturday, but then he comes back with a 67 on Sunday. I mean, that guy was just, just dominating. I don't think, I think Patrick Reed had the low round on Sunday, I believe. Nevertheless, wow. um, yeah, I mean, that was, uh, that, that was quite, uh, well, he, no, he tied actually. There were three, Brandon Grace, Sean Robin, Patrick Reed shot 67. So, um, but uh, but yeah, and I, I was uh, I was excited to see him uh, see him win it. Uh, it was a little awkward at the end. They had the because um, you know it's right by the the naval naval base there in uh, in San Diego. So they were going to do the flyover and you know, Rom standing there, and you've got uh, the USGA uh, commissioner over here, and and they're they're hold on, we got a flyover and. <laughs> waiting, waiting, waiting. It's like, well, hold on. Let's go ahead and get the trophy handoff going. They're like, okay. And then they open back up again. Well, wait a minute. Here come the plane. So that start, stop, start, stop. <laughs> so yeah, kind of like John Rahm's past couple of weeks, probably. So I don't know, maybe the break, uh, you know, gave him, uh, gave him a little patience. 
as uh, as Axel Rose would say. But uh, yeah, that so Hunter came alive. I, Seventeen and eighteen, right? It's like holy cow! That is a champion putter right there. Yeah, it, it was clutch for sure. I mean, he did not. Uh, I'll say he. I didn't really see him falter at all uh, on the back nine. So he he definitely looked good and and well deserved, especially after what happened to him. So I'm glad he bounced back. Put all the uh, put all the naysayers aside. I guess John Rob did. Did he move to number one of the world? Do we know? Yeah, 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 he I thought did. He, thought mm-hmm. he did. Uh, yeah, because boy, DJ, once again, man, he's just out there kind of hum hawing around through the golf course. But, uh, we'll talk a little bit more about. You him think he's going to be throwing darts? Do you know how like Kepka was throwing darts at Brandon Chambly, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> yep. Do you think that Rom has a Amanda Balionis dartboard? Ooh, it's possible. It's possible. I, don't, I, don't I mean, know. she she delivered the bad news last year at Muirfield, oh, yeah. and then somebody else did it this year. But it's, or maybe just the CBS dartboard. How about that? She's mm. probably got multiple pictures up there. Is Porter's up there? Okay. Immelman's up there. Balionis. Oh yeah, he's just uh, he's sticking them all, man. He's sticking them all. He's probably like uh, double fisting. He's probably throwing two darts at a time. Yeah. Right. And then we talk about, we always joke about Stuart Sink and his schedule, right? So, oh, you know, Ricky Fowler needs to be on the Stuart Sink schedule. Do you think John Mom's going to be on the NBC schedule? I don't know why he wouldn't. Uh, other than, well, the good news, <laughs> the good news about Rom, he didn't have to listen to any of that damn commentary over the weekend. Holy, yeah. let, let me put it like this. If you go back and you rewatch any clips, Put it on mute, put your earbuds in, put some music on, turn our podcast on for crying out loud. I mean, even our podcast is better than this NBC stuff they had going on. It yeah. was it was a yeah. little and you know, I mean, we um it I mean, don't get me wrong, I don't want to say their job's hard, but you know, you you've got a lot of uh a lot of lag time during these things, right? Where you gotta you know, where you gotta come up with something to say, but it is your job to come up with something to say. So you would think that they would kind of have that mm-hmm. down. I mean, they've got writers for crying out loud. I mean, we're making this shit up off the cuff. Oh. So, you know, it, it was it was uh if they did anything, they made CBS look good. Let me let me put it like that. So that was probably the uh yeah. Probably and the again, disappointment. So my comment about Ram is my comment about Ram is that uh, this big broadcast is just bad or good because he can't hear the broadcast. He doesn't want to get kicked in the nuts as he's coming off eighteen. <laughs> exactly. It's like why is he playing? He's been playing so fast until he got to eighteen, and it's like, well, his round could be over. <laughs> it could be over. It could be over. Yeah, hey, it's like sometimes a charm, right? Uh, but yeah, great, great uh, tournament. Uh, I thought it was uh, that man, that course, you could tell they were not watering that thing, man. It was, uh, it was definitely turning Brown towards the end. They were, uh, but yeah, uh, mm-hmm. here's the other thing to kind of consider. I mean, you saw a lot of folks that were kind of missing like 17, uh, you know, they were intentionally missing to the right where the fans were kind of walking It's you know, trampled down. It was crispy over there. So, uh, you know, definitely a difference in uh the U S open this year versus last year and what we saw from a rough standpoint. So uh, let's see. So Louis, let me talk, let's talk about Louis O for a second. Uh, that guy is just made, he's made to uh, 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 be a top five uh, contender in, in the majors. Uh, so he hits one left on 18. He has to drop it. Uh, either way, he's got to make, He's got to make birdie for the tie. Okay. So hits it out of bounds or hits it in the hazard, takes the drop. And, and it's like, well, do I go for it or do I lay up? Do I go for it or do I lay up? It doesn't matter. You, you always go for it. 
even if he bogeys, no matter what, even if he misses it short and he bogeys, he's still, he is still solo second. I don't know why his caddy let him hit that shot. I don't know. I mean, that's one where I think the bag man has got to be like, whoa, you got to have this stuff. You got to have it running through your head that if you don't hold this out, you're, you're solo second. If you, if you go for it and you miss it, Hey, make your bogey. Anyway, you're solo second. There was, it, it was only the risk was not going for it. So I, I don't know, man. I, I, I don't know if he was feeling the pressure, if he, you know, cause he, he had a cut, you know, he lost some strokes there. Uh, he, you know, I think he's stated that he's a leaderboard watcher, so he knows what's happening. He knows what he's got to do. Clearly he wasn't watching the leaderboard close enough and, or, I, and I'm not bashing his caddy. I'm just saying it to, to me. And I've never been in a pressure situation like that. Um, but I think that, that that's one of those times where both of those guys have to be kicking themselves in the ass. And even if you got to have confidence, you're a professional player, you're a professional, a PGA professional, you have to take the chance in that scenario. I mean, even if he double bogeys, I mean, shit, what's the, you know, you're still going to have a top 10. I mean, it, is there a money difference? Yeah, there is. But it, I mean, I don't know that that second gets him anything more than five does outside of the money. And I mean, is Louie really that worried about the money and what the difference is? I, I don't think so. I don't think so. I, I don't know why he made that decision. It, I didn't hear any commentary on it, but I, I'll be interested to hear what his response is as to why he made that decision. Well, it just kind of makes me think that maybe Louis should cut another one of those videos where he's singing on the plane, you know? And it, it, it needs to be, if it wasn't for bad luck, I wouldn't have no luck at all. Exactly. <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah. So I don't know. No, uh, he's Mr. T2, man. He's Mr. Yeah. He's Mr. T2. He is Mr. T2. So, um, you know, I guess all he does is watch Shrek 2 over and over again. You know, I, I suppose. I, I, can, I can see why. Uh, the kin, the, the, uh, the likeness there, uh, who else? Harris English, uh, solo third. He had a heck of a, a heck of a Sunday, decent, you know, first three days, but a heck of a Sunday, uh, shoots a 68, uh, who's uh, just some honorable mentions here. I don't know. Brooks is probably pissed if we mention him as an honorable mention at T4 with Colin Morikawa, but opening 69 closes mm. with a 69. I actually thought that Kepka was going to catch him in. I mean, that guy, he was full bore. I, I thought for sure he was going to be, uh, I, I did anticipate at least a playoff, uh, if not him pulling ahead. So I, I was surprised at the way, uh, at the way Brooks was playing on Sunday. I, I really thought, uh, well, I mean, obviously he had a chance. A lot of people did, but yeah, he, he um, Hey, Look, look good out there, man. So, so much for that miscut uh, at Palmetto. I mean, that was definitely planned. So, uh, nothing wrong with that guy's game. And for, for, just, uh, for a moment there, I thought we were going to get like the karma that Rom talks about. I thought we were going to get a Bryson Brooks playoff. Absolutely. Well, here's the other shitty thing too. So both of those guys. So they had two chances. Yes, you had two chances to pair them together. First, you could have had uh, the past three open champions in the first two, first two days. And then on Saturday, going into Sunday, both of them were sitting at even. You, you could have easily put them together. So let that just uh, going on the record. We will never see them paired together uh, unless they are tied for first or it's one and two. And you better sure as hell hope there's not somebody else tied for second, because if there are, 
that's who they're putting with him. That, that's that's got to be a solo first and second in, or T1 going into the round for us to see those guys together. And then at that point, I don't even know if they're not going to pull some kind of audible and be like, yeah, something came up. We're not going to, hey, test me for COVID. <laughs> I'm feeling sick, feeling sick. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so um, with Brooks, this is the second tournament in a row that Brooks is kind of top top two, top four kind of thing, right? So he finished T4 here, he finished T2 at PGA. Yeah. And he, he was right there. And then last year at the PGA, he was, uh, was he first going into the, to the fourth round? I believe at, so, at, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, at Harding Park. So, man, this guy's just been right there. The consistency is just right there. And he's just got to convert. He's kind of that Rory, that Rory range from early last year where he was like top five and everything and just couldn't pull it over the board. But Brooks is doing the same thing right now in majors. And I, th- I think he's got another couple majors in Oh, for sure. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, speaking of roars, um, you know, outside of those two seventy threes he shot, uh, but he looked good, man. I, I thought, uh, I thought Rory had a chance too. Uh, I mean, I expected, uh, which you know, T seven, Hey, it's nothing to laugh at, but I, I expected him to be, you know, in contention coming down the stretch on, on the back, uh, on the back nine, but, uh, who else? Xander, once again, you know, I guess, uh, you know, T7, could you complain? No, not really. But, you know, again, you expect a little more out of him at his home course and home field. Uh, who Scotty Scheffler looked uh, looked on point. Uh, the sauce man, T13 coming in there. Oh, you know who I, I don't, yep. if I say I felt bad for him, that, that wouldn't be a true statement. But he just shit the bad man. Russell Henley shooting a 76 plus five on Sunday. Mm. Good Lord, what happened to that guy? That's rough. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, oh, you know, you know who I was? Well, let me ask you first. Who were you most surprised by uh, overall for the tournament? And I know you had some watch. You were spotty mm. in what you watched. But just in the, in the finish, right? Mm. In, in, the, in the final, final scoreboard, uh, who, who were you most surprised by? I'd say Bryson because he was like he was in first place and then he finished T twenty six. I mean that's just that back nine. How do you do that in the back nine? Yeah, I have plus, no idea. Plus six on uh, on Sunday. Yeah, I was surprised too. I, I did not expect that in any. I didn't expect it, but that's not who surprised me most. Who surprised me okay. most was was your boy, the Wolfman. He came out howling, Ooh. baby, howling. Okay. That guy. Uh, I mean, out, you know, he shoots uh, uh, plus three, finishes the tournament at plus one, but he shoots an opening 70 to 68. And this is, you know, and, and he was pretty open, right? I mean, he was saying, hey, man, I, you know, it's like this. It ain't easy out here. It's, you know, the, 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 the mental stress and anguish that this puts on you. You know, it's real and, uh, you know, whatever. Yeah, he, he said the right things, right? I mean, the, the scripted parts, but. I was, uh, I guess I was excited to see because I really hadn't heard anything. You, you and I were talking last week and I don't think you had heard anything either about, you know, what mental, I'm, you know, he had the wrist thing that happened and, and he withdrew a few tournaments ago and then we hadn't seen him since then. And, you know, then he comes out about the mental health, you know, et cetera. But I, I was really surprised. I didn't expect that one. I didn't even know if we would see him play in the tournament. I was expecting maybe a withdrawal out of it. Uh, I'm not bashing the guy. I'm, I'm just saying, you know, it's uh, with not of seeing him. And, you know, I think the last tournament he played in, it was a WD. So, uh, yeah, the good, good stuff uh, coming, uh, coming back from not playing for several weeks. So, uh, yeah, I was surprised by him too. I was, I was, I loved seeing it. And, 
we're big fans of Matt Wolf. We um, at times can get critical because of you know hype or whatnot because it's just a ton of ton of hype behind him and the big contracts with the endorsements. Like, okay, well, show me what you got, kid, kind of thing. Just just in a good way. Like, I want to see him be competitive. We, we've 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 been critical because it seemed at times, like at Rocket last year, that he was just kind of like, yeah, whatever. I don't really care. I give up. I just I called my golf coach and I'm going back to that mindset and I'll win when I win, kind of thing. And like you and I had said at the time, we're like. Tom Brady would never say that. John yeah. Rom would never say that, right? I mean, Murray McIlroy would never say, "Hey, it happened when it happens." Like they, they want to win, and we talk, we talk to these players, and they they want to win every time they go out there. And we weren't quite getting that from him, and it was a little, it was a little bit not what we expected. But uh, we love Matt Wolf. I, I want to see him play. That guy's a hell of a ball ball striker. Hell yeah, of a ball striker. yeah, for sure. So uh, you know, I based on what we saw, I think good things to come of him, right? I mean, put him on an easier golf course. Uh, Mackenzie Hughes. Who knew Tory had so many ice cream trucks? <laughs> oh, I kept hearing in the background. Here in the back, wind him up and let him go. Uh, who Mackenzie Hughes plus six uh, had a hell of a tournament up until uh, opening seventy three, but sixty seven sixty over the weekend or uh, Friday and Saturday shoots plus six. Uh, so you know, I think some of this was with a few of these guys is probably just inexperience. So you know, Henley, you know, kind of those high pressure moments, Hughes. Uh, we did not get a back to back major winner in one Phil Mickelson firing an 11 over. I was maybe a little surprised that he actually played through the weekend. I, I thought uh, that may be a, a miscut for him coming into this one, but, uh, but no, he didn't. No, he had enough, had enough caffeine, coffee for wellness in the system to keep him going. Uh, I don't know who anybody. <laughs> I saw some somebody somebody put something on Twitter and uh, uh, I was reading. Somebody said something about uh, I forget what they were talking about, and they said, "Well, is there going to be a coffee for wellness pop up?" Mm. Hey, if there's not, there should be. I can tell you that. <laughs> there should be. <laughs> absolutely should be. Uh, speaking of pop ups, I popped up to Kentucky over the weekend. Did a little bourbon hunting, man. I've scored some uh, scored some Ooh. good finds. That's for sure. Um, so I was, I was excited about that. Yeah. This heaven Hill, uh, six-year-old 90 proof, they discontinued. Well, I shouldn't say discontinued. They relabeled and that's now the new heaven Hill bottle and bond seven year. Uh, and I thought most of this stuff was gone off the shelf, but, uh, I came back with about a case or so of it and it's, uh, does not disappoint. I can guarantee you that. Um, so yeah, so oh, great. Uh, do you do you expect that um, the next time we see Victor Hovland going to the sand, he's going to have some of those goggles those <laughs> basketball players wear? Uh, it's very possible. And, you know, I, I, uh, I, I posted on, on Instagram, birdies underscore bourbon, by the way, and I got a few responses back. Think about the last time they played a U.S. Open at Torrey Pines. The guy that won the friggin' tournament. Now, granted, it was Tiger Woods, so I, I'm not comparing Victor Hovland to Tiger Woods in any shape or form. But I am comparing the incident that occurred. So Victor Hovland, this was on, uh, I think it was on Friday. And he's, he's warming up. He's hitting out of the sand. And I, you know, of course, it's windy. It's right on the ocean, whatever. Some sand blows into his eyes. And I, hey, I, don't... Take this and well, take it however you want to. I've definitely seen videos and posts of blind people playing golf. It, it, it is a, it's a legitimate thing. And I'm not talking about hacks like you and me. I'm talking about people that are, uh, that are breaking apart. Now we don't see them necessarily on a PGA setup, but it, there are blind people that play golf 
And here you've got a PGA professional. I'm like, shit, man, give it, give the guy a line and let him go after it. If not get Bucky on the phone and say, Hey, we're sorry that we didn't fill this spot with you, Ricky Fowler, uh, because Victor ain't, he, he's not cutting it. So I don't know. I get it. I mean, I've had Sandamaya before, I guess I haven't had it to the degree that it kind of shut me down. Uh, I don't, I mean, don't they sell Visine in, uh, in San Diego? I don't know. I don't know. I'll remind you what I think it wasn't it blood sport that he won the fight and he was blind at the end. Yes. John Claude Van Damme. Exactly. <laughs> and that dude he was fighting was scary as hell. But so, so back to my point, I mean, tiger tiger, not only did tiger win the U S open at Torrey Pines, he won it with a broken leg and he had to play an extra 18 holes in a playoff to win it. So playoffs, I mean, it's like, it's like, come, it's like, come on, Victor, what are you doing? Hey, I spoke with the doctor and the doctor thought it best that I didn't continue. I'm like, really? Just for, I mean, you know, like you go into a, uh, like if you're in, in a chemical plant, you know, and they've got those safety, uh, the, uh, the safety areas, like there's, oh, there's a chemical spill and there's an eyewash, you know, you got that where you put your face and it gushes you. I'm like, it's, would it be that hard to get one of those on course? Go to the sink for crying out loud. And splash some water. I mean, I don't know. I, I thought that was so weird that that's what, and I get it. You could get sand in there. It could scratch the cornea. I mean, you know, and, and then you, you just can't manage through it. I mean, but they make numbing eye drops that numb the guys, numb the guy's eye. I, I don't know. Maybe it's not it's legal. Point. So it's like, it's like pitching wedge, check putter, check umbrella, check hazmat station, check. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I watched. Uh, I watched. <laughs> well, but here's the thing. I guess with COVID, you know, he could wear one of those face shields that from this point forward. You know, you get 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 one of those that clip on. Ooh, a business idea. We'll get one of those shields that clip onto the hat that comes down. That way, uh, keeps. May, I mean, maybe, maybe. Yeah, and they could use it multiple times a year. Who uh, I think it's Rory, right? He usually has a rough time at Augusta if the weather's really nice because of all the pollen and all that. And folks that are wearing contacts out there. I mean, we may be onto something here. We we could get a face shield for the brim of your hat, and I would expect. I think Bubba still wears Oakley glasses. Maybe if he doesn't, one of the other guys can wear the Oakley shield on there. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. That was weird, man. I, yeah. So anyway, the couple of the comments I got back from Twitter, one was that, uh, another one was, uh, can you imagine what other athletes reading this are saying and thinking, I mean, think about football players, think about, I mean, shit, even basketball players for that baseball players, you know, you hit with a ball, broken nose, and you're still coming back out on the field to play. I mean, it's like, that was a little, I don't know, a little, I, I don't know the condition. I'm not a doctor. Seemed a little prima donna to me, but uh, we've probably given him way more time than he deserves on here. Hey, if you're going to, if you're going to take a spot at the U S open, I think you got to tough through everything. I mean, this is America. You got to tough through this thing. It's mm-hmm. America. <laughs> I mean, that was very yeah. un-American of him to pull out on this thing, man. Come on. What's he thinking? <laughs> uh, let's see. Yeah, I don't know. That's, that's probably it for me in the U.S. Open. I, I thought it was a fantastic tournament. I thought it was a great ending. Uh, good to see Rombo get his first uh, his first major. Uh, Louis almost won, almost won. His first U.S. win on the PGA Tour was almost a major. Uh, you know, we'll call him uh, Louis almost Deucehazen. Uh, I was yeah. looking at my one and done this week and I was trying to plan out like the next couple of events here. We got, uh, 
we got uh, we got one more major this year, and I'm just thinking he's been so good. Have I used him? Where am I going to use him? I'm thinking uh, do I have him for the open. I think that's my lean right now is Louis at the open. Uh, let's check here. I think I said that earlier. Yep, I got Louis at the open. That's my lean. Not yep. a bad one. Not a bad one. Speaking of. Uh, of who's up and what's next. You ready to, oh, hey, oddly enough, we just finished a tournament in California. Guess where we're heading now, Dan? <laughs> back to the East Coast. <laughs> hey, let's, uh, eh, Boston sounds nice this time of year. Let, let's go back to Boston. So, hey, here we go, racking up the, I don't, do you get frequent flyer miles on wheels up and, and net jets? So they give those, and what does that look like? I guess the PGA tour does. Yeah, I, I guess. I, I don't know. I'm kind of scratching my head on that one going like, man, what's, what's going on here? Uh, nevertheless, um, we, uh, we're actually, we're not heading to Boston. What am I talking about? We're heading to Connecticut. Uh, it's kind of close, I guess. Uh, but we're heading to TPC river highlands. Oh, guess what? We haven't said in the past few weeks, we're going to be playing a, Pete Dye course. Uh, at least it's a, a Pete Dye redo. So we haven't said, I mean, I felt like there for a while, we were like every week we were on a Pete Dye course. So getting back to um, getting back to a Pete Dye design at TPC River Highlands, heading to the Northeast Coast. Uh, it's a par 70. It's going to play just shy of 6,900 yards. So, you know, and going from one of the longest courses we see on tour, now we're heading to one of the shortest courses that we're going to see on tour. And, uh, let's see what's notable about this. So, you know, it's, uh, hitting the fairways is going to be crucial here. Uh, I wouldn't, I would say that, you know, it, it's, even though it's short, I mean, I'd say it plays well to some of the bombers. I, I don't think it's quite quite as important. I mean, well, look at Louis O, right? I mean, everybody was talking about bombers at uh, U.S. Open, and you know, here, here you go. Um, but yeah, I think it's going to be hitting fairways. Uh, it's going to be crucial here. Uh, approach uh, short game around the green, right? I mean, it's why do we say the same thing every week? If you hit fairways and hit greens and make putts, you're going to win the golf tournament. It's that simple, right? Um, what's going on? So but potentially we got a couple drivable par fours for some of the guys on here. So I, you know, I can definitely see Bryson, uh, kind of taking advantage of some of those. Maybe if he's driving the ball, like he was at Torrey, then, uh, I don't really think it's going to matter. Uh, there's not a whole lot of trouble here. There's a pretty big lake uh, in the center of this thing that they play around. So that's going to come into play, but all in all, let's take a look at the course and see. Uh, so the second hole is 333 yards, uh, number nine is 389 and 15 is 277 yards. It just seems unreal coming off of what they just played, but, uh, but yeah, so, uh, that's kind of where we are on a course setup standpoint. The weather looks like it's going to be pretty good. So I don't think that's going to be a factor at all. Um, but yeah, shit. Hey, why not? Uh, oh, hey, where do we go? Ne where do we go the week after this, Dan? Are we heading back to uh, California? It's, uh, I'm, I'm thinking we ought to go like Detroit, to or Oregon or Washington. <laughs> no, I know, but it's like, could we <clears throat> could we get something farther away? Detroit seems way too. Um, well, if we re if we request it, I mean, I'm sure I'm sure Monahan would be like, hey, let's go across, let's go back to Washington, let's go to Canada. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, we're joking. We're joking. It's, it's it's all good. It's all good. I, I love the change of topography and everything. So yeah. 
so what happened? So last year um, at the Travelers Championship, so this is a course that they kind of worked it in, right? It was uh, with the uh, with the comeback of COVID. Dustin Johnson, I think it may have been the he hadn't played there in a while at least, and and Dustin Johnson won it last year. Let's see who our recent winners are. This was the one where he had to take his shoes off. Isn't it? I think he had to get in the lake or something. <laughs> yeah, that's him. I think he did. And then he just he just smoked some of that stuff on, on Sunday. He was just on fire. Yeah, I remember this. Yeah. I played uh, JT here last year, and I got, I got smoked because he didn't make the cut. Yeah, so the past uh, – so last year, again, you got DJ, 19, was Reeve, Bubba Watson in 2018. Uh and Russell Knox in 2016. So, uh, and Bubba Watson's got a hell of a course history here. So uh, he definitely, uh, he kind of owns this place, man, from a setup standpoint. So uh, let's Bubba see. Bubba Watson. Yep. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. So let's, uh, let's run that. By the way, thanks to Fantasy National. I'm looking at past 24 rounds. I did have it set up at one time on Pete Dye courses. And I said, eh, let's just look at past 24. Because, what you know, when I looked at that, a lot of the folks had missed, uh, missed the cut at TPC. So I said, let's just go. I'm going just recent form. And just looking at past 24 rounds. I uh, then, by the way, so uh, we, we had, we, Sorry. Well, yeah, I just wanted to make mention of the greens here. So we're coming off of POA at, at Torrey Pines, and this is a variation of POA as well. It's not the West, it's not West Coast POA, so it is going to play a little bit differently. But you know, if you're uh, if you're into the you know, if you if you're if you're setting up your um, your percentages and you're taking a look at putts, uh, this would be registered as uh, as POA green. So, yeah, sorry, go ahead now. I'll say, well, this is, we, we ran into Chez at uh, Wyndham, which is after he had won this a couple of years ago. I know we did. It's like, hey, Chez, what, why aren't you riding? Why aren't you calling? Hey, this is Matt O'Claire, CEO of Clearwater Distilling Company out here in Utah. And uh, super thrilled to hang out with the, the guys over here at Birdies and Bourbon. Uh, and, uh, you know, thanks for listening and, uh, check us out, uh, at clearwaterdistilling.com and get yourself some bottles at shop.clearwaterdistilling.com. Uh, you won't regret it. Uh, all right, so let's take a look at uh, where are we at? So, all right, so uh, we still got some of the big boys showing up. I guess we could see some of these guys still withdraw before the tournament gets here. But uh, what we're looking at now, you know, is who 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 has committed thus far uh, and has not withdrawn. So, in the ten thousand and above, you got DJ Brooksy. Oh no, Bryson Brooks, Cantlay, and P. Reed. So who uh, who do you like out of that, Dan, and who don't you like? I'm surprised to see all these big names here, aren't you? 
Uh, I am, I'm, you know, I'm kind of thinking, well, you know, DJ, uh, won it last year. So I'm thinking there's probably something to that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, prior to last year, uh, this definitely wasn't, uh, you didn't have this caliber of field that, uh, you know, that, that they, that they're getting now. So, uh, but yeah, maybe it's one of those things where, um, uh, you know, they keep showing up. I mean, Patrick Reed, I think this is, uh, I think. Kessler makes Patrick play this because uh, some of the best chicken wings in the U.S. are, are right outside of there. So, so we know why Patrick Reed has to play here. Uh, it's like, hey, what's uh, okay? We're ma- making the schedule. Travelers Championship. Go ahead and mark it down. Mark it down. Um, <laughs> Do you think Kez gets like uh, Pat's like? Uh, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna circle the ones I want to go to. Kez, you circle the ones you want to go to. Like he's like right here. Circle this one right here. Cir- circle it twice. <laughs> Priority one. Priority circle it twice. One. Circle it twice. <laughs> Uh, so uh, out of this category here, so Brooksy didn't play here last year, um, but I'll tell you the ones that I like the most. Of course, I think uh, I think I like Kepka the most. Um, I like Reed. Um, I like Cantlay. Uh, Dustin last week, T nineteen, T ten at Palmetto, missed the cut of the PGA, T forty eight, Valspar, RBC Heritage, T thirteen. He had that similar kind of track record. I think coming into this thing last year, where he just wasn't playing like the form that we had seen him play. He just lost the world, world number one. I don't love the recent form from him. I mean, T19 and T10, what's not the love, man? Well, I just, I don't know. I just didn't seem to be in it, in it, right? Uh, but I don't know what to expect from DJ. I, he could pop here like he did last year, just run and say, hey, I want to win a second FedEx Cup. I mean, he, he could do that. Um, he just lost world number one. So that could be something that's kind of angered him a little bit. John Rob's not playing here. He could take it. Maybe he could take it back this week. I don't think he'd take it back this week. He's promised from the major, but, um, I, I like, I like Brooks. I like, uh, I like Brooks, uh, the best here. Who do you like? Uh, you know, I kind of like Cantlay here. I mean, if I'm picking one of these guys, I think I'm taking Cantlay. <clears throat> I mean, that, you know, he had a little run there where he was a little bit off, but, you know, as of late, I mean, just won the Memorial. I, I think Cantley's kind of back to firing on all cylinders, man. I, I, I really like where, uh, I really like where he's at and, uh, having some challenges here with my, uh, Uh, what is so T11, T15, and T15 in his past three starts here. So I, I think Cantley's game is uh, is really where it needs to be right now. So I, I think out of that group, I, I think I'm leaning Cantley. I don't think you could go if I, I mean if I'm fading one of the folks up here. I mean this is going to sound stupid, but won't be the last time I sound stupid today. I'm probably fading DJ. At, well, I don't know. Maybe uh, Deshan. So look at Deshanbo. T6, T8, T9, T26, and T47 here. So uh, I mean, he's got a hell of a cut streak going, but uh, I'm probably going to fade DJ. I mean, I think we see all, what, five of these guys. Yeah, I think we see all five of them make the, make it to the weekend. Uh, could the winner come out of there? Again, if I was kind of leaning, I'm probably leaning Cantlay out of, out of that group. Uh, yeah, it plays really well here. So it was T. T6, T8, T9, T26, T4. I think you might have just said that, but I mean, so he loves this place. Um, I just don't know where he's going to be with his mind in that back nine uh, yesterday. And then the other thing too is, remember Rockets next week. So I'm not even sure if he plays this one. Maybe he does, but um, he might WD because he's going to be focused on on Rocket. He's got the sponsor there. He's the past champion there. I don't know where his head's going to be this week. 
Yeah, yeah, nor do I. Uh, so I mentioned about Kepka's history here. He didn't play in 2020. Oh, he had to withdraw in 2020 because of the uh, the contact tracing protocol. So he was he was scheduled to play, but he had to uh, he had to withdraw. Oh. Yeah, and then 19, the practice round he was playing and the funeral yeah, yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And then T57, 19, T19, 18, and T9 and 16. So I mean, all in all, yeah, he's got a good good. Uh, track record here too. So does P Reed. I mean, I, I don't think you could really go wrong with any of those guys. Um, I think, uh, you know, Patrick Reed from you know, his short game, I think that probably is, you know, if you're, if you're taking a look at, you know, why and where, I think that's probably a good spot to be, but yeah, I'm, I'm taking Cantley out of that group. And I should, I, I, to be honest, I can't fade any of those folks, man. No, no. Uh, you shouldn't. It's just the question is, should you take them for that price point in the DK? And I will say that the ownership projection on DJ is very low. It's below, below 10%. And I think it's because it's like, well, we don't, we're not sure what we're going to get. And that's a lot yeah. of money to spend for some bullshit that can yeah. pop or not pop. It just doesn't matter. But damn. Yeah. yeah. And does he care? Right. I mean, that's, yeah. Uh, so the $9,000 range, uh, I could bypass the $10,000 range and just uh, kind of spend all my money here. A uh, couple of folks. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the, the first three, I think you can't go wrong with any of those guys. Uh, all three had great uh, showings at the U.S. Open. <clears throat> all three have really good uh, track records here. Well, except for Scheffler, but that being Paul Casey and Streelman, I mean, they just <laughs> they light this course up, man. And uh, and both of those guys hey, played you, real-, real quick. Do you do you think um, do you think Kepp is going to play next week at the Rocket? Mm, I don't think so. No, I think, uh, I think Brooks got him kicked out. I mean, Bryson, I think Bryson got his, uh, he, he got his invitation withdrawn. That's the thing though. Does Brooks want to go to the rocket and try to dethrone Bryson at his own sponsors tournament? That's a kind of a Brooksy move. Nah, I mean, I could see, I could see that. Well, let me, if he does play there, I think that's the reason he is playing there is just to beat him at his own tournament. I think that's the, that, that would, in, in my opinion, uh, that would be the reason that he actually shows up and, and does that. So, uh, so $9,000. Uh, yeah. Pretty short I mean, range is only about like four or five people here, right? There's like six people in this, in this range here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I mean, out of this, I'm probably leaning, uh, I'll give you two, right? So Paul Casey, uh, he's ranked fifth in strokes gain total. He's first tee to green, second in ball striking, uh, second in approach. Putting is his worst category. He's ranked 71st, but he's ranked third in DraftKings points. So I'm leaning Casey and uh, I don't know. How do you go against answer, man? I mean, he's ranked number one in strokes gain total. Uh, he is 95th around the green. I, I mean, and he's, he's ranked much better than Casey is from a putting standpoint, but I, I mean, that's the thing that can get away from you here. I mean, I, no doubt. I mean, I think that it's, but both of those guys, right. Can hit fairways. Um, I, I think right now and just in form, uh, Casey's hitting the ball a little better on the approach. So I, I would give him an advantage there, but yeah, I'm, I'm probably going, I'm definitely going Casey. And then it's, I don't know if for me, if it's going to be Streelman or answer, uh, it's going to be one of the two. It's probably going to depend on money just from a lineup perspective, I, you know, but uh, Matt Wolf, I mean, Hey, what, based on what we saw last week, I mean, has he, has he got the firepower to do it? I don't know where his head's at. He said he didn't know where his head was at. So yeah. 
questionable there. For me, it's all Streelman. I think, you know, like Kez, we talked about Kez circles the, the this tournament for the chicken wings. Streelman circles this tournament right here. He absolutely loves this track. This is, I think this is, he is never, I don't, I've not heard him say this, but I might, what I can watch them play here and just his manners and everything is like, I think this is his favorite track on tour. He loves it. I remember watching this last year. He's like, looked at the trophy. He wanted to kiss that trophy. I mean, he, he can, this is his cut of course. Strillman from the over answer here. That's just yeah. because how much he loves it and how well he, how well he plays here. Yeah. yeah. Second in 2020. And recent form. Recent form's been great too. Yeah. T15 and 19, T30. 3 and 18 and T8 and 17. So definitely, uh, definitely his kind of place. Um, and then, so you got answer here. That's T11 and T8. Uh, who am I fading in this group? I'm probably fading Matthew Wolf. Uh, he did miss the cut last year, T80 and 19. Uh, I, I don't know, man. I just don't know what we're going to see. I mean, he played, you know, he had a few good days at the open, definitely a different golf course out there. So, uh, you know, uh, just for me, I, I, I got to see a little, I got to see some more reps before I get back on, uh, you know, I'm, I'm putting any money down on Wolf. And uh, the other guy I'm fading, Tony Finau, which, you know, everybody was high on Finau last week, but, you know, he's missed two straight cuts here. And uh, <clears throat> you know, he, last week wasn't much better. So uh, that's a fade for me for Finau. I made some money on Wolf last week, man. I put him in a lot of lineups. Um, yeah, I had him in a few and, too. Uh, yeah. I mean, but it, it's, he's, he's an interesting play. Yeah. But for, from a strokes game perspective, I mean, you can't really look at anything and get any numbers off of it. Everything that you see, he's ranked 150 around the green, 117 in short game, 126 in uh, strokes gain T to green, 90 a strokes gain total. So you really can't, I mean, putting, for what it's worth, is his best category, ranked 29th. So I, I don't think you can really look at any stats on Matt Wolf. I think you can look at what he did last year or what he did last week and then take into consideration. I don't even know if you can take into consideration what he did up, up to that point. So I, I don't know. I, I'm just I'm, I'm kind of going to I'm going to waver there on that one. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Wolf man is so good that uh, his ownership is projected right now to be a 4.1%. Uh, I think he's worth some plays and some lineups. Um, I expect him to, to balance. I mean, so he kind of got in a funk there where he hurt his hand and then he had the mental issues and whatnot. But this guy's a hell of a ball striker. The model here has got him ranked 130th in this field. And I'm like, this guy's a top 10 guy here for yep. sure. Yep, potential. Uh, all right, $8,000, uh, a few people that I like. We just mentioned Bubba Watson. I mean, that dude's a machine at this golf course. Uh, let's see, Bubba Watson. Talk to me, Bubba. He did miss the cut here last year, T54. He won it in 18, missed the cut in 17, T25. Just looking at the past five years. But, I mean, he really, he always plays well here. Uh, so, I, and he had a pretty good showing. Uh, where did Bubba come in at at the open? Yeah, scratch that. Did not have a good showing. Uh, T50th. Yeah, so he had a horrible, he had a good staff Friday. That was about it. Um, so, he was on TV a lot. How about that? He was, yeah, he had a lot of TV time. Uh, I do like Brian Harmon here. Uh, I think that that's, uh, that's a solid play. I mean, uh, so Brian Harmon last week, uh, just from a recent form perspective, 19th at the U.S. Open, 8th at the Schwab, 
uh, let's see, 18th Wells Fargo, 13th at RBC, third at the players. So again, if you're looking at people that like Pete Dye courses, he's placed well uh, this year. So, um, you know, I, I think there's, uh, I think he's probably a pretty good play for me. Uh, again, Brian Harmon did miss the cut last year, T8 and 19, T6, 18, and T35 and 17. So for me out of this group, uh, I'm probably going Harmon and Hoffman. Um, I, I kind of like where Hoffman's at right now, man. I, it's, uh, it didn't really show it last week. I mean, it wasn't horrible, but, um, 57th at the Open, 57th Memorial, 3rd at the Schwab, 17th PGA, 18 Valspar, 18 RBC, 2nd at Valero, 17th at the Players. So, once again, somebody that really sets, I think his game sets up well for Pete Dye track. So, uh, that's a couple that I like. And see if anybody, Cam Smith. I, I, I'm with you. Yeah. I like Harmon as well, um, in terms of, you know, on the thing you just said about him, so I don't have to agree to go through that again. But the other guy that I would pick, if I'm picking two in this category, would be Harris English. And he's been popping a lot lately. So he was third at the U.S. Open. Yeah. T14 at Palmetto. He was right there in the mix at Palmetto. You remember that? And, you know, and then T13 at Byron Nelson. So he was T64 at PGA. That's a very tough course. We saw a lot of people struggle there. But he's been popping a lot here. Uh, and if he's got him at 19th in the model, he's, uh, yeah, I, I like him here at 8200 bucks. Well, he didn't. So Harris didn't play here last year, T71 and 19, and then two back to back cuts. But I think we're looking at a completely different Harris English this year than any of his previous years, 17, 18, or 19 playing at this tournament. So uh, I I don't disagree that I think Harris English is a solid play. Uh, The one guy that I'm, you know, that's, uh, I I will expect that he's going to get a lot of play. We definitely had a lot of folks that that picked him uh, to win in our bourbon giveaway. But, uh, yeah, so he's got back-to-back miscuts here. That's Cam Smith uh, and a T34 in 2016. So a little surprised about that one. I don't know where Rosie's at. I would, generally speaking, I would expect him to be a, a Pete Dye uh, golf course aficionado. But, uh, yeah, I'm probably not going for Justin Rose either. Um, what do you think about the Cam Smith? Because we were, we've been hot on Cam Smith for with three months, right? Is it is he is he is he done now? I mean, is it is it time to fade him? Because you couldn't go away from him since I guess you, we start, he started seeing them really kind of turn the heat on at the November Masters, and then he carried it all the way through. But what do you think now? I mean, we're just seeing this recent form has not been good. Um, it's similar to some other guys we talked about quite a bit, and now we're talking to fade or whatnot. But uh, what, are, what are your thoughts, there? Well, I hear there's some good fishing up there. I know, I know, <laughs> right? Yeah. So I, I don't know. I mean, again, just based on track record, what's happening here, I'm I'm fading him this week. I need to see a little bit of a comeback before uh, before I get get back on uh, get back on the Cam Smith wagon. So. Uh, hey, here's another guy, right? So uh, Russell Henley, like, I mean, can you put any stock in him? T32 last year, missed a cut in 19, T6 and 18, T11 in, yeah, T11 in 16. So, you know, all in all, I think he's got a decent track record here. I mean, and what we saw out of him last week at the U.S. Open, I mean, holy shit. It's like, hey, they, well, here we go. We got a, we got a new uh, U.S. Open champion. Uh, 
we did. It just wasn't uh, wasn't Russell Henley. So I don't know. Is he going to have a little bit of a hangover, a little little major hangover coming into this thing and not be able to rebound? I don't know. I'm probably not going to roll the dice there again. Um, so yeah. So out of the uh, what eight thousand, I'm a Harmon guy, and I, I'm a Harmon and a Hoffman guy here. I'm I'm Harmon. I'm English, and I and I'm, I'm it's a. Uh... Harmon in English, and then um, I care for a second. Yeah, yep, those are the two I like there. So the seven thousand dollar range. Do you think Phil's tired yet, or do you think that coffee for wellness has got him jacked? Um, I think he's tired. This is a lot in a row, right? Oh, he took a week off before. He took a week off in between, but it, yeah, but I mean, still, like, I mean, you got uh, the two majors in a in a very very short time frame. Uh, You won one, you played through the weekend on the other one. So I'm thinking he's tired. It wouldn't surprise me to see him withdraw. Uh, I don't know that he will, but um, he's he's a big fade for me in this category. Keegan Bradley, hometown guy. Was he the first round leader last year? Was he the first round leader here last year? He may have been. I don't know. You ought to uh, you ought to tell me that one. He was T twenty four, Mister Cut and night team, but yeah, he finished T T twenty four. So uh, again, I hey, this he might have been. That's probably White playing. Th- this is a place where fairways are a premium, and I don't think he's going to get the luxuries that he had at uh, at Kiowa. Uh, you know, from that link style setup. So yeah, I don't know if that's going to bode well. Uh, who do I like here? Uh, Keegan Bradley, hometown guy. He did miss the cut in 20, T2 in 19, T47, 18, T8, 17, and T25 in 2016. So I think it's kind of hard to get away from Keegan. He's had a little time off, so he, sh- he should be rested. Uh, this thing is loaded, man. Uh, Kevin Na, I think, is probably a decent play here. Fifth. Um, Solo fifth in 2020. I mean, again, I, I don't think anybody's going to have a real advantage from, uh, you know, the uh, from the placement guys to the to the bomber guys. I mean, I say that I guess everybody kind of does. But, um, you know, I, I think that Nas got just as good a chance to make the weekend as anybody else does. Uh, who else is in here that we kind of like we're going to see Jason Day back again. I don't know where his game is. We'll see. Uh, Bucky's showing up. <laughs> Huh? Guess guess who uh, you got? Stuart Sink, and just below him at seventy three hundred dollars, Bucky Fowler. He may have uh, he may have taken our advice, man. Maybe he's back on the uh, he's following Stuart Sink's calendar now. Well, he didn't play last week as he uh, he didn't qualify, and he's got Rocket next week, which is his big old sponsor. He's mm-hmm. got to practice. Practice. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I I think we could see. Uh, I feel like Ricky's past few outings, he's been in pretty good form. 11th at the Memorial, 8th at the PGA. Uh, he missed back-to-back cuts, but then you got 17th at the Valero. So, missed a cut at the players. Uh, but nevertheless, I mean, generally speaking, he's a pretty good Pete Dye uh, player. So, I, I mean, I think um, – I think I'm going to put Fowler in a few lineups, man. I think uh, I don't know that anyone else. Well, what's his projected? Uh, where's he projected at? Can you see that? Uh, yeah. Fowler okay. is at ten point one percent. Yeah. So 
Uh, I don't know. I, I think uh, I think he'll go in a lineup or two. I, I, he, he ain't gonna. Hey, don't. I'm not gonna put any hard money down on him. That's for sure. But uh, but yeah, I think we may. Uh, I think we could see uh, see things turning around for him. Who else? Uh, Stuart Sink. So he missed. I, the I played. I played. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I played Rick at the memorial as my one and done, and I, I got TA out of him. Of course, I, I'm on the bandwagon. I'm, I'm not picking on him about the whole rocket to this next week and just kind of have fun with it or whatnot. But I'm 100% believe he is back. And I think one of the biggest things for him was that you and I didn't consider was the lack of fans. I think he had that Rory complex in terms of just, yeah, could be. there was nobody out there just by himself. And there's a lot of people are really cheer for him when he's on the course. And you can hear it when you watch him. And the fans are out there. They pick him up and they help him out. So I think he's back for sure. Could could very well be. I, I like him. I'm I'm going to play. I'm probably going to be pretty heavy on him this week. So I, I think there's something there. I think this course will set up well for him. Uh, you know, the putter kind of was back on for him. So uh, so we'll see. Uh, Stuart Sink is he tired? Holy shit! I feel like he's been playing a hell of a lot of golf, man. But I mean, so Stuart Sink missed a cut here last year. Didn't play in 19, T two and 18. And what he just won Harbor Town this year, so I mean the course is going to play similar to that. And I mean Sink's been owning those golf courses, so I don't know that I can really go away from him. Can I? I mean I can, but I don't know if it makes any sense. Oh, you, can't. you can't. I, I think you got to play him. Uh, let's see who um, who are we steering clear of here. That's the question. Oh, let me tell you who I like first. Hold oh on. yeah, sorry. Hold on. Oh, I thought you liked everybody. Oh, I do. I like all those people. But the other one, too, I don't think you mentioned Doc. And Doc's been back on the tear again. So he was teen on at Byron Nelson, a T-59 at the Schwab, T-42 Memorial, and back to T-2 at Palmetto. Uh, so I'm definitely playing Doc this week. He's at 7600 bucks, 9.3% projected ownership. But, uh, again, and then last year, here. T11. 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 I was yeah. going to mention Doc, but oh, I knew wow. you'd be upset because I knew how you wanted to mention Doc. <laughs> there, we got him in there. Who are you going to uh, fade? Uh, let's see. Uh, Rafa Cabrera Bio. He's a fade for me. And uh, there's plenty of fades. Uh, you know, I'm probably fading my man Sneds this week. Uh, even though he's got a decent. Uh, track record here. I don't know what's going on with his game, so I'm, I'm probably fading him. Uh, who's anybody else? That, yeah, probably those. I'm going to stick for the well, Maverick McNeely. I don't see any. Uh, I don't see any course history here for him, so he's probably a fade. Eric Van Ruyen's probably a fade for me. Uh, Emiliano Grios could he could be a play. He's got a got a solid track record. T two T sixties, T nineteen, and T forty three. Brendan Steele. I think that's another guy coming in a recent form looks really good right now. You got a T six here last year, T 21 missed cut in 18, but then T 14 and T 17. So, you know, if you're scratching around in the, which, which I have been on a lot of my, uh, I went heavy on the $9,000 range. So I spent a lot of time in the $7,000 range. So I think, uh, I think Steele's probably a pretty good option here as well. Uh, Kenzie Hughes played really well last week. He might he might be still popping here. Hey, that guy too, man. T three here last year. T fifty one, T forty two, and T seventeen. I'm heavy on him this week, man. I, I like I like what I saw. It's going to be a completely different course, completely different setup, uh, completely different field. So I think that's going to take some of that pressure off. I definitely like his chances to uh, to make the cut this week. 
Yeah. Uh, who else? Ches Reeve, recent winner, uh, won this in 2019. Uh, T46 in 2020, T43 in 17, T47 in 16. So probably not a bad option there. Uh, and I, I don't know anybody in the $6,000 range that, uh, that you just want to call out <clears throat> specifically. Uh, I didn't have to get in there too much, uh, in, in the lineups that I've set so far. Harry Higgs is $6,500. When's he, when you get to get him that cheap again? Uh, I did miss hey, one second cut. though, before we go to 6,000, yeah, before we go to 6,000, you didn't talk about, um, what are you doing with Higo this week? Uh, well, I think because, that, I, I think a lot of folks are going to be, uh, I think he's, I would expect him to be pretty heavy chalk. Um, I don't know. I may stick him in if I, if I can spare, but I, I think there's a lot of other good options. I'm looking for him. What's his price tag? Like 7,900, I think, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah 7,900. No course history here. You know, the win a couple of weeks ago, I'm not taking it away from him that he that he won it. Uh, I think that a lot of other people lost that golf tournament. Now, granted, he had to put himself in the position to 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 let the other people fall around him, which he did. But at 79, uh, at 7,900, I mean, I'm definitely taking Bradley over him. Uh, maybe, maybe even the sauce man, uh, Sam Burns burned me a couple of weeks ago. So I'm, I'm just sour about that one, but I could get over it. Uh, so I, I don't know. I mean, is it worth rolling the dice? Uh, maybe, uh, I, he is not going to be heavy, heavy in my lineups. He may be, I may sprinkle a light dusting of Higo. Just a hint of Higo. Uh, Phil. Just, just a hint, hint of, of Higo. Higo. I like that. I hope that pair of fills begin the shades on shades. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That yeah, wouldn't surprise <laughs> me. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah. Anybody else you want to call out in the $7,000 range? Um, I'm not seeing anybody down here that really kind of blows me away. Like I've got to play this guy. Uh, Adam Long's made the last couple cuts. He's a T26 and Memorial T20 at Schwab. 99th and model ranking on uh, um, international. So like, eh, not great. Um, I don't know. You got Stricker uh, back you know, again. Look at Stricker I would think, the waste management. I mean, maybe our buddy Swafford. Uh, he was T2 at Palmetto. T62 at Memorial. T45 at Schwab. So he's, he's, been, he's been pretty pretty good form recently. Yeah, he I'm did. He a little bit down here. Yeah, Swafford missed the cut last year, but T sixty six and seventeen, T thirty eight and sixteen. So yeah, maybe uh, Ryan Armour has a good showing. It, you know, he likes this track. T six last year, T fifty four and T fifty six. I think it's going to be hard to get. You know, what would this be four in a row out of him? So I, I don't know. He may be a little tired. So that's one thing to consider there. Uh, who else is down here? That's. Uh, yeah, again, I, I didn't have to go that deep. Uh, Kevin Tway, he missed a cut last year, but T5 and 19, T6 and 18, T43 and 17. If you got to go, I don't think you have to go that low, uh, again, unless you're just really, really, really uh, going top heavy. I mean, there's so many good players in that seven dollars to $9,000 range. Where did the homeless hubs, he was T37 here last year. And he's actually been on, on a pretty good cut streak. So 
T57 at Palmetto, T42 at Memorial, T69 at Charles Schwab, T34 at Byron Nelson. Those were his last four starts. 1% ownership projection, 6600 bucks. So if you're looking for somebody, I remember watching him here last year, I think, and uh, he seemed to like the course. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, Danny, that does it for me, bud. Uh, let's go to our one and dones. Uh, I got to think about who I have and haven't picked is what I have to do. Oh boy. Let me, let me get the list up. Uh, I think I thought you were going to be prepared. Uh, I, I see you're not prepared. All you did was go to Kentucky and shop for bourbon. I, I was, I was busy drinking, Dan. I was busy drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a break. I got a I'll reputation go to uphold you yours. No, I know who I'm going to pick as long I'll as I haven't first. picked him before. I just don't okay, know if I got him on the list. Uh, Paul Casey. I don't, I don't think I've used Paul. I think you have. Yeah, I used Paul at the Masters. Eh, shit. All right, well, then you go ahead. I got Streelman. Damn it. That takes my guy. Have I, I, played, I love Streelman here. Have I played Cantley? You pay, you've already played Streelman, too. You played Streelman as well. You paid, I, I check. You played Streelman. I don't, I don't think I played at, Cantley. Uh, yeah, you played Cantler players. You played Streelman at Pell Beach. You're really killing me here, man. Running low here. Running low here. Uh, uh, give me uh, uh, shit, I just dogged him out, too. Give me Abe answer. I'll take Abe. You just played him, didn't you? The tequila man? Somewhere. I don't, you re- I don't yeah, remember. You played him in Amex, yes. God. <laughs> You're killing me, Smalls. You're killing me. Uh, no wonder you're leading. You play all the good guys on it. <laughs> uh, okay, okay, okay. I know, I know I haven't played this guy. I know I haven't played him. Give me Brian Harmon. Now, if you tell me uh, I play Brian Harmon, I'm calling bullshit. So I know I haven't played him. Uh, all right. I don't think you played Brian Harmon. No. I mean, at least I get a T5 out of it. You, play, you played Brian Harmon. No, you played <laughs> There's no way. There's no way I played Brian Harmon. I would have I never played Brian Harmon. Uh, yeah, no, that's it's a good, a good play, though, actually. Yeah, well, no, play, yeah. I, I think Streelman's uh, really good. Well, I think Cantlay. Cantlay, to, my pick to win is actually going to be Cantlay. Uh, that, that's, uh, well, I don't know. Okay. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be between Cantlay and Streelman, I think. Or, or Paul Casey. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think those three, I think that the winner is going to come out of those three people. So I know I've, uh, I've definitely ruined my reputation at that point. And, uh, you know, somebody's got to do it. Why not, why not do it yourself? There you go. Perfect, man. Uh, all good. So, uh, by the way, did you take the lead in the, uh, in our one and done or am I st- I'm still up, right? I just regained the $400,000 I lost the week before at the meadow <laughs> is what I did. So, yeah. I was just checking. I just wanted to clarify. Just wanted to clarify. And when Brian Harmon, no. when Brian Harmon, the dark horse, pulls out this W this week, whoo, we may uh, we may have to reset the clocks. Exactly. We may have to reset the clock. <laughs> hey, thanks everybody for <laughs> listening. Give me a booster. Give me a booster. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It'll be time to revisit. But thanks everybody for listening. We greatly appreciate it. Thanks. Uh, thanks to those of you that participated in our bourbon giveaway by the way just so you know uh i did post it so it's not a secret about who won that uh let's see 
We did win that. In case you know her, you may head over for a drink. So it was uh, Summer of Claire actually uh, actually won a bottle of our Old Elk Barrel pick, the U.S. Open pick. Uh, stay tuned. We will have another pick coming out for the Open. Uh, it's probably going to release in August, I believe. So uh, we're excited about that one. Uh, we've had great responses to all the picks that have come out so far. So we're looking forward to, uh, to releasing uh, the Open pick. Uh, other than that, uh, get out and play some golf, man. The weather's fantastic. Hope it is. It is here, at least. Um, I hope it is there. Uh, pour yourself a bourbon, not too many. And check us out on our socials at birdies underscore bourbon. And, uh, yeah, we got a lot of good stuff coming up for – got a lot of spirits folks coming up. Uh, I'm in the spirit world. Uh, let's see. Uh, we got some, good, got, got some good golf guests coming on as well. So, yeah, stay tuned to that. And until next time, Dan, cheers. cheers.